Thank you for listening to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. We here at the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast are simply fans of hockey, the New Jersey Devils, and professional wrestling, and are not to be considered as insiders or news reporters. Please note that opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of its hosts and occasional guests. Listener discretion is advised. Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! You know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Episode 18. It's all about advertising, kid. Sergey Breland. What about Sarge? What about Tim? Advertising? He's an advertising? No, he's a coach he's in Binghamton. He's our assistant coach. In Binghamton. Maybe he could teach Pavel Zaka to shoot the puck. Hey, 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 hey. Let's not shit on our own guys, huh? We're not real fans then, okay? Yes, we are. High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, perfect blend of wrestling and hockey talk with your pals, Rob and Dave. Hello. Heidi ho. Heidi ho, neighbors. <clears throat> so we took a mini break. We kind of broke our streak. We did. But now we're back. Back in a New York groove. Because we wanted to give the guys quality, not quantity. And we just wouldn't have had the quality. Well, guys and a girl. Yeah. Don't forget, don't forget the girl. Don't forget the girl. Girls, too. Rob's a girl? No. <laughs> anyway. So what do we got on the docket over the past weekend plus? We can continue with this little devil's shit fest, dumpster fire, in the last, what, uh, eight games. We are now two and six. A whopping two and six. <laughs> Where we start? Is that better than the Giants? I don't know. I don't watch football. Oh. Uh, no, the Giants won the other night, so we're kind of tied yeah. in the last you know, two games we played. Well, so. I said to you that <laughs> the Devils are, are, are mentally fragile. Like, we were up, what, 2 nothing against Detroit? Yeah, we came out quick out of the box. Boom, boom, goal, goal. And then we, like, mentally took our foot off the gas. And then we got into penalty trouble. And then, you know, they scored one, and rather than go... All right, let's tie it. You know, let's get back to what we were doing. No, we gave up. We gave up. You're like, like it. It's not like what I used to say is they played not to lose. 
instead of playing to win. There's a big difference. I think I put somewhere in the notes here that one of the more recent games they were playing well enough so that they don't get bitch, uh, you know, reamed again by by Coach Hines. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for it for Hines. Like he's he's got a lineup in front of him, but like it's like he's leading them to the water, but you can't make them drink. Like he's yeah, it's they're, they're just not they're not buying into it yet, or they're just. Their heads are too big, or they're just every time they're down a goal, they look at Hall or Palmieri and are like, "Go!" go. We, they we poke need... him with a stick and say, "Do something." Yeah, dance, monkey, dance. Like that's that's exactly. And it's not. What, it what doesn't ha- work. What happened to the days of four and zero, where like you're getting a goal, like four goals a game or whatever, and one goal is from each of the lines, the number of assists from from defensemen, and like especially now with Nico hurt and Zajac moving up. You're not getting goals from our second and third line. You're not getting goals from Mojo. You're not getting goals from, God knows, you're not getting it from Zaka. You're not getting them from. Uh, You'll continue not getting them from Wood. Wood. You're not getting them from, you know, like, other than Coleman. Yeah, what do you what do you have? There's nobody else past our first line, including Zajac now. You're not getting goals past our, our, our first line. You have you have kids that are playing well in Anderson and and Sen- but they're not Sine- doing anything right. They're just they're gr- they're that green behind the ear. They're they're happy to be there. They're they're kicking ass and everything else. But it's wide eyed and bushy tailed, and that's about it. Yep. What happens when they start running out of steam or somebody like you know like a Milan Lucic or or, or Chara just decide to like hip check them into next week? No. Then I, what happens? I mean, like, I said it to you yesterday. I was like, we look faster without Boyle in the lineup. True. But we don't have any experience on that third line, and I'm still trying to scratch my head why Quinville isn't back at this point. Like I like Senny, he's fine, but Quinville should be up here. We're wasting him. We're wasting him. It is almost like Santini last year being in that doghouse where it's like, who's the next one? Who's the next defenseman up? Well, Santini. No. Next one up, Santini. No. Is that Russian guy still up? Yes, he is. They sent him down. No, he played a game and then he got healthy scratch last game. Yeah, I watched him like for three shifts in that game and he was in front of the other team's net more than he was in front of ours. He reminds me of Ovitude. He reminds me of those guys that we sign from Europe that play like a European style, and then they get here, and we're like, "No, nah, dude, you got to play defense." Like I know it says defenseman on your player <laughs> card, but you actually have to play defense here. Severson looks better. Yes, and it's it's almost like how the team is. Two years ago, when Ray Shearer didn't do anything from a free agent standpoint, we played all rookies. We sucked. Fast forward two years, and yes, this is what we're watching now, right? Severson two years ago sucked. Or last year sucked. This year he's doing good. Two years ago he was all right. You know what I mean? Like it's just nobody can. We can't put there's it no consistency. all together, right? No, and I don't understand how. You have the same team back. You 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 know they're capable of it purely from the fact that they did it last year. They they either lack confidence or have too much confidence. I have to say lack, and and it's not just under Hines. It was under um, DeBoer. It was kind of under Lemaire. It, like each one of these teams, like, like we were saying in Detroit, right? We were up two nothing for that for that first game, and then all of a sudden we let up a couple goals. We and... we gave up battles. We stopped trying to win battles. 
and it also goes to like like Nico got hurt, right? And all of a sudden, the team goes, "Oh, woe is us!" Like immediately. Yeah. I, I am buying into this whole fragile, fragile, fragile. It's Italian. Yeah. Um, it's a major prize. It's a major award. It's a award. It could be a bowling alley. How are you gonna fit a bowling alley in this box? I've watched that movie over and over and over. Oh, again. good. That's one of them. Have you watched Slapshot yet? No. What else do we have here? <laughs> um, <laughs> one quick thing during the Detroit game, I was listening to it on the radio, so I didn't get to watch it mostly on TV. Um, they were talking about how Detroit had three A's and no no captain, and um, Chico and Matt were talking about about it. Why Larkin wasn't immediately named um, a captain of it? So I, I immediately thought to ask, you know, our, our the head coach of this podcast. Um, what is, since you coached kids, what constitutes you saying, you know what, kid, you're the captain of this team or, or it's, it's the way there, there's a couple of things. One, the kid has to have respect of the people in the locker room. Now that doesn't mean the kid or, or, or player has to be the best player. Cause that's not the case. Like there have been teams that I've coached where, the best player thought he was going to be a captain. And I said, it's just not happening. You have a piss poor attitude. You know, there has to be a relationship between the players and the captain. And there has to be a relationship between the coach and the captain. And there needs to be a respect thing all around. I've named kids that were sophomores that they weren't our best player at that time. They eventually became it, but I've named the kid that was a sophomore our captain when I've had nine seniors on the team. And nobody really argued because they knew that this kid was respected. He knew what he was talking about, but he also knew that he could come to me and be like, we need to work on something in practice, and I wouldn't be, because he knew how to approach me, whereas... The other kid, who was our one of our best players, didn't want to name him a captain because he had a piss-poor attitude and always kind of and huffed and puffed and rolled his eyes and, you know, questioned everything we did and shit-talked his own players on the team. I'm not naming. I, I wasn't going to name you. You're never going to be the captain in my eyes. Right. It, it, and then I left the team and the kid's the captain now because it's what? not my choice. Yeah, well. How are they doing? I don't care. Um, also, during that Detroit game, um, Hines decided to play Corey Schneider uh, in goal, and, and I made a comment that when Corey Schneider is in net, this team plays like they're they're afraid to have the puck anywhere near Corey Schneider. Versus when Kincaid is in net, they don't have confidence in him. They'll play balls out. They'll 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 do what they need to do. They'll lose five nothing. But there's like just a different way. They're like in front of Corey. They play on eggshells. I think it's Corey's had a rough last two years, year and a half. Yeah, and they're just waiting for him to give up that goal. Like Corey used to be the goalie that made the save you didn't expect. Right, and he'd make about ninety percent of the saves you expected him to make. Now he's not making any of those saves you didn't expect, and he's making about 85% of those saves. So that team, the thing is, is Corey's just letting up the goal now at the wrong time. 
He's letting up goals at the end of the period. He's letting up short. And I know it's a team thing. I'm not blaming the goalies before all of our goalie fans come fucking jumping on my head. I understand For one thing, that. you are not being the goalie coach of this podcast. No, but I understand that. But he he's just not making the big save at the right time now. And, and Kincaid is. Poses the question. Come trade deadline. Let's just say Corey gets on a, on a lukewarm streak. And Kincaid plays the way Kincaid plays. Who, you know, go, who goes? The only team I can think of that needs a goalie right now is L.A. And do we get Kovey back? No. <laughs> Damn. I don't want Kovey. I would take. <laughs> I would take Alex Martinez. I would take Jake Muzzin, like somebody that's a solid number two D that could play with Vatnin because fucking Mirko Mueller is not the guy. I, I made a comment the other day. I go, the fact that they keep putting Mirko Mueller on the first pairing with Vatnin for the last, what, three games, three, four games, There's games since the beginning of the season. Good. There's yes. games he does look good, and then there was, I don't, I don't know if it was the Detroit game or what were some of the other ones that we played? Who else did we play? The Leafs game, that's it. The Leafs game, the puck went behind the net, and he kind of just like... With his left hand, like, uh, make like a, like a weak little poke check. Like, stop. Go in there. You're bigger than every, almost every forward they have. Go in there. And at that, I mean, I listened to the, the Toronto game on the radio driving back from North Carolina. And I, I'll i tell you what, uh, Chico and, and Matt what? were just shit-talking the Devils. Like, I just don't know what it is. Like, uh, he goes, I just don't know why they wouldn't be excited to play on in Toronto on a Friday night Hall of Fame game, and we're just, we're losing every battle. And, and it seems like we don't care. Like Chico and Doc, and I'm not Doc. Just, <laughs> and, and Matt, we're doc. saving this. Yeah, we're, we're saying this. And I'm like, and I think it, when it became 5-1, I was like, yeah, I stopped listening and just drove and listening to silence. <laughs> but we just, again, we, we were mentally fragile we we think that we should beat teams that are not good like Ottawa and Detroit and in it it's the flip right if you looked at our schedule right you would have thought okay against Detroit that was an easy win right against the Pens we probably would have lost or tied right against the Senators we probably would have kicked their ass Leafs maybe fifty fifty Jets we would have lost Pens another fifty fifty but it was the reverse we got trounced by Detroit right. Um, we we beat the piss out of the Pens, which shocked the hell out of me. That's a cock tease. Um, against the Senators, you're like, okay, great, let's go. And then all of a sudden, boom, you, you get annihilated like Tampa did uh, did to us. Then you play the Leafs, and, and another thing that I keep witnessing just from a, a fan-itis kind of standpoint, anytime that this team has any kind of celebratory thing, right, like a ceremonial puck drop or, 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 or jersey retirement, anything that delays the game like an extra five-plus minutes of something, we suck. We lose. Hall of Fame game against the Leafs. You think you'd be up to it because your guy probably— yeah, None of those guys played with Marty other than Zajac and, and Green. But the fact that you have now— have a Schneider. You have a buzz, right? It, yeah, Schneider and Brodor. I'm sure they were really happy to see each other. But— you gotta have a buzz or something going on. Like you get to you get to go to the hockey hall of fame and look at all this nostalgic stuff that's around there. And then what do you do? You lay an egg. Oh, they don't care about the fucking hockey hall of fame shit. They don't care about that. I'm wondering how long before we we hear that Marty 
has come down from the office. I'm to start talking. To talk to Schneider. Going by the way, going back to Larkin and why he wasn't named yes, captain yeah, yeah. right away. Kind of went off, um, off one, I think that they thought Zetterberg was coming back. Okay, so that would have delayed a, that a, would have delayed a conversation it. And of it, right? Two, they probably wanted to wait and see with these three assistant captains who kind of takes the the who, scepter, who jumps out and, and, and jumps takes out. it. Yeah, Is yeah. it going to be him? Is it going to be uh, happy to see you? Happy to see you. Yeah. The Athanasiu. That's his name. Happy to see you. And uh, Much like Katy Perry out on the West Coast. Yeah, Katy Perry. But I think Larkin will be the captain yeah, just because it, he signed long term. Yeah. It's, and he's he's a good player. But it was a good conversational piece because I figured, what the, you know, you've been a coach. What? I mean, you, you're going to. Well, who, who's going to be the devil's captain after? After Andy Green? After Andy Green. Um. Okay, right now, as we play this season, considering he still has a contract with us, probably Hall. Maybe See, would, pa- maybe Paul. Mary. I'd say Paul Mary. I wouldn't say Hall. I'd make Hall and I. I'd and, make Hall and I, and then. But they've made so much about Taylor Hall and the New Jersey Devils that I mean, it's yeah, because he's our superstar. But then Paul Mary signing with us was the good old Jersey boy signing. Like everybody wanted Van Van Reams like back to sign with us because he's a Jersey guy. You know what I mean? They want Bobby Ryan from Ottawa because he's a Jersey guy. You know what I mean? I don't want Bobby Ryan. But just you know, I think the smart play is to find out after Andy Green who is the 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 most well respected. Now, obviously, they're going to respect Hall. He's a Hall. Yes. But just because you're the best player doesn't mean you're the best captain. Maybe, and, and you know what? Maybe he doesn't want that responsibility either. Because you know? like, remember Eliash, right? They wanted to give him the captaincy, and he's like, no. No, yeah. It's, it's like, no. It's an added pressure. Brian Leach and the Rangers, when they gave him the C, he, was, he wasn't good. Like, he looked at the first opportunity to be like, oh, Messier's coming back here. You got to have the C. I'm good. You know, it's, it's yeah. especially on a, a big market team like the Rangers or Toronto mm-hmm. or whatever. To wear that C, you have to be. I mean, you look at all you look look at the players on this roster right now. I mean, who really it, Hall, um, Palmieri's long term, right? Um, the maybe one of the easier picks if Henrique was still here, maybe, uh, Henrique, maybe, right? But, but right, um, I mean, Vatnin's no. maybe. No, I mean, if they if they sign him long term, but I don't think so. Nico, he's, he's not maybe. here. Nico. I could see in the future, not mm-hmm. maybe like two years from now. Um, it all when like it all depends. Like let's just say we give it to Paul Mary. When does his contract end? And do you extend them? And you know oh, what I mean? Like yeah, you extend them. So and then there's there's only a handful or less of people that you can really give this to. You really that's Coleman. Coleman would wear. I'd have him with an A. He seems like he's a that grinder that we always he's need. That, Follow lead by example guy. I don't know if Hall's a lead by example guy. Palmieri's a lead by example kind of guy. But again, what do I know? We're not in the locker room. Maybe they're just all look. They they named Bryce Salvador captain, and everybody should. Oh, he's a, he's a traffic. Yeah, and then he he's sat out half the season. He sat out the whole season. Oh, because he had a. <laughs> um, according to Lou Lamarillo, he didn't have a concussion. He just had like what. No, in vertigo or something. Yeah, and what it really was was a fucking concussion. <laughs> Stay home. Well, that leads us into our news. I don't know if you put it on there. 
Um, kinda. I mean, there's, uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of about went the NHL nah, yeah, having I, uh, settled. Yeah, the, we, and we, amazing. When did they settle it? Oh, I know. The day of Gary Bettman going into the Hall of Fame and giving a speech. <clears throat> wow. What a, what a surprise. <laughs> what a so that nobody could go to Gary and go, Gary, you know, it's great that you're in the Hall of Fame. Um, can you comment on yeah. the CTE lawsuit? And, here, and here's the thing, right? The NHL did not say that playing in the NHL will no, cause they concussions. They help out these people. Yes. And only gave out nineteen million dollars. Yeah, but I think there's there aren't many CTEs out people there. in the suit. Like I think it's maybe like well, Mike Peluso's in there. I think right? people. Yeah, I think Bernie Nichols is in there too. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I mentioned this that any sports league, hockey, baseball, football, whatever, the moment that a league says yes, you. The sniff that there's a quite possibly you can get a you know CTE by playing our sport, that league is done, because you you now open up Pandora's box. Do you think All, so? Yes. See what I, I mean, look at look at the NFL. It's making fucking boatloads of dollars. Having pre- experience with the legal system. Yes. Um, I would think that the league would just say, look, bef- you're drafted. When you sign your contract, there's something in there about you, you can't sue are, us. No, you are willingly. Uh, playing in this league under knowing the risks of so and so and that 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 has to be something put past um the players the players union. association right but if i'm the players union i would say we'll sign this but yeah you need to put money aside for this for this we we've had good ideas on the show about this but take if, some of the the gambling money that they're going to be making yeah Take a, if you took a, you're talking a about of, hundreds of millions of dollars they're going to make off of that gambling. If you took 10%, 10% off of each team and said, look, you have to take 10% of the, the gambling revenue that you're going to get. If you took 10% and you go to the players union and say, look, we're splitting this 50-50 as of now, you have to take 10% of the money that we're going to give the players union and it's going to go into the team fund for the concussions, fun, the NHL PA for concussions. Yeah. 10%. You're talking 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year to go and help players who can no longer play because of concussions. And who are paying out of pocket from for medical and th- medical it would, expenses. It would, alone, it would go to medical expenses yeah. It would go to, and it would go to living expenses. Yeah. Like a minimum paycheck. And it doesn't matter if you played, you know, a thousand games or if you've played two NHL games. You're covered in that. As long as you step foot on the ice in an NHL game, you'll be some, com- covered somehow. You'll be yeah. covered somehow. At least your medical expenses will be covered. That would go a long, Gary. That would go a long way to at least cleaning up. It would a, give a, a Gary Bettman. You would still boo him, but it's a boo with. But yeah, but you know what? He fixed the concussion thing. Like he at like, least is he did out something for his players. Right? Yeah. Um, other big news that uh, happened: um, a head scratcher, to say the least. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks decided to fire their head coach, John Quinville, and his assistants, Kevin Deneen and. Is it, was it Olf Samuelson? 
Yep. <clears throat> Why? Why? Because <laughs> you can't fire the GM. <laughs> and, I, and I was reading things about this, too, of going, okay, well, Bowman, the GM, and Quinville have been butting heads. Butting heads. Is that enough to go, you're fired? Yes. Really? Yes. But the team was floundering. They've been floundering. And it's, you know what? It's not Quinville's fault. Absolutely not. It's not. No. He has been, when, now granted Bowman has given him tools to succeed in the past. But once you sign two guys to a <laughs> $21 million between them, you know, you now handcuff your team. You're, you're going to lose. You're going to lose Sharmelson, who's a great defenseman, who I know Quinville didn't want to get rid of. He that was one thing, right? When he heard that he got when he got traded, he walked out of the draft I, I or something, of, right? I think of Major League, right? Where Lou Brock, you traded my best player, <laughs> like that. I that's exactly what I think of. Of like Quinville walking into Bowman's office and going like, "You traded my best pl- defenseman," and then like two seasons later, "You traded my second best player in Panarin." Like, it's it's a lack of success from the management point of view, not the coaching. Point Absolutely of view. not, and I think everybody would agree with that. That essentially, it's the GM's fault that he fired Quinville. But I also know that the guy who took over for Quinville, Colton, yeah. Jeremy. First of all, he's younger than both of us. He's like 33. Yeah, he um, was a what, AHL coach or something like that in the Islanders organization, He right? was drafted by the Islanders in the second round, which means he had talent. Played a couple of years in the minors, and I think he got a couple of games in the NHL. And then he went to Sweden, played there for a year, retired, coached in Sweden for like five years. They loved him there. And then they signed, Chicago signed him to be their minor league coach. And much like... Uh, trots mm-hmm. in Washington like they didn't want to risk losing this guy and he would have been the next big thing to, yeah. yeah so it sucks for Quinville now the question is where does Quinville go another part of that was uh, the first thing I thought about okay the LA Kings were about a day late but, yeah. but then then word started coming out that oh Quinville doesn't want to be part of a rebuild and you go well the Kings aren't a rebuild Yes, give it, are. give it like two years, and they will be. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? Sign Quinville to a two-year deal? No, he you could, don't do that. He could sit. Apparently, he's like making like six million a year for the next two years. So, if yeah, I'm he, Quinville, I stay home, collect those paychecks, recharge. I pick up the phone to Dave Tippett, who is running Seattle, mm. and go, "Look, I'm just going to stay home, but if you want my input." You have to promise me the job when my contract's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you, he sits at home collecting $12 million. I don't know if he would do that. And then I mean, jump. Not... What, what, I mean, you look at what... If he has the input into what players get taken from each team... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he, can, he can probably look... He could build he could look his at, like, team. Chicago going... I'll pick him. I'll pick well, him. See, I know <laughs> Chicago. They can't. <laughs> yeah, who exactly. are they going to put on? Who, who yeah. are they going to protect? Well, they're going to protect Taves. They're going to protect. There you go. Maybe. Then, I'm not saying I wouldn't mind having Quinville. He does have Jersey roots. He did play for us. He can bring, and he can bring day. up his nephew and actually give him a shot. Yep. And the, his assistant coach who got fired a couple of years ago. Uh, Haviland is from New Jersey. He's from my hometown. So, 
going on that topic, I I don't mind Hines, right? I just I don't. I know I, I actually I, like him. I've bought into what he wants this team to do because finally I heard a coach outside of um, Jacques Lemaire saying, basically you're you're fucking out of shape. You're not hockey players. Where whatever that that was the best the best um, conference call. He looks like ever. a mean dude. Who Hines like. Yeah, he, he looks like when he's pissed off, like you're not. He's not gonna be like, oh, like you know, okay, whatever. Like, on, and and I'll say it this way: there are times when he has like a fresh, freshly shaven head and stuff, and he gets pissed. That whole spot that he shaved, like, glow, it glows, yeah. man. <laughs> Don't like, worry, Hans. I know how you feel. <laughs> and like, and again, I, I love Hines. I love what he's doing with this team. I, I love the, the concept that he's putting forward. But if you had to say. If John Hines steps down and goes, I'll be your assistant coach to have John no, Quinville come no. in, kind of whatever. No. I would take Quinville because you know what? We're that now gives us almost like the Barry Trotz and the Islanders. He goes, where do I want to play as a free agent? Barry Trotz is a Stanley Cup winning head coach. He's with the Islanders, maybe. Quinville as a coach in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Quinville will be the hottest free agent if he decides to get back into coaching soon. Like this summer, he'd be the hottest free agent. Of course. It'll be like it was like the, it'll be rumors like you know Trots the Islanders like it was destined it'll be Quinville to somebody. Well, Trots the Islanders was the, the only it was the only team that well. didn't have a coach. Tampa, Tampa Bay currently having a cap hit of seventy seven and a half mil for their twenty three man roster decides to. Um, oh wait, hold on a second. Uh, they gave out another uh, expensive yeah. extension. Gord, right? <laughs> Yanni Gord. Nearly 72.5 mil for 14 players going into next season. I think we've said it before, and we will say it again and again. The Tampa Bay Lightning are the Chicago Blackhawks Part 2. Yep, and that maybe that's why Stevie Eisenman decided to... Uh, Skadoodle. Go, all right, if this is how you're going to run this ship, I'm going to get off at the Titanic. I'm not going to sit here and... Listen to the guys play the music. But isn't but wasn't Eiserman the guy who's giving out those deals? He gave out the big ones to Stamkos, Kucherov, uh, Hedman, which you can't blame him for because you need those cornerstones. But their third line, fourth line, and their uh, third set of D next year, you're going to be like, who? <laughs> who? Who? Who's on that? Ryan Callahan's making $5 million to be on the fourth line. <laughs> and that's not a dig at the Rangers. Don't worry. Pecorino signs a two-year $10 million contract extension. Okay. That's a good deal. Good for the Preds. That's good. I mean, it's good for him, too. He's getting older. He's got a lot of pressure. What if he shits the bed again? He's guaranteed $10 million. There you go. Um, again, more William Nylander news is as the William Nylander turns. Um, initially, there was discussions of a bridge deal. Next, he's got a uh, he's got two weeks left before he's done for the year. Yep. Um, rumors now having that Toronto wants a top nine forward, top four D. So let's bring in what we know. Would you give away a top nine and a top four? For William Nylander. Do we have a top four D? <laughs> well, who is okay? Let's put it aside. Who are our top four D? Votnin, who you potentially want to resign. Merkel Mueller, who hasn't really done anything. Oh, maybe um, that's why we're doing it. Andy Green, who's Old. closer towards Paul Martin retiring, which he did today, than um, 
you know, superstar stud, and um, uh, Damon Severson, who we just re-signed to a long-term right. deal. We're who's we're who's, not getting rid of Severson. And I, if if Toronto would have take would take Miles Wood and Mueller Whoa. for Nylander, I, <laughs> no. I will personally drive those two guys to Toronto. No way. Look. I like to delve into fantasy trades myself and lower that notch on NHL 19, but you just went there. Well, I'm just saying, if you go with their top 4D, <laughs> that's one of our top 4D. It's a, there's potential, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't Who would th- you give up, Brett? I yeah. Would, you, uh, yeah. You're going to have to give up one of those guys. Brett, Zaka, Wood. How about this? How about this? Okay, you brought it up. Okay, Wood and or, um, no, Wood or Brat and Zaka and a D. If And if they say, you know what, your your offensive guys are good enough, so let's delve into maybe somebody in the AHL defenseman-wise that's uh, not. We don't have anybody. No? Not no. even the kids? Not somebody that I'd want to be. A couple of our college kids who are doing really good, but. <clears throat> No. And I don't. I I would not give up Ty Smith at this point at all. No. I can see no. him being that same bubble that everybody was like, "Oh, butcher, butcher, butcher." I see Ty Smith as being uh, that kind of, yeah, you know that that kind of storm coming. I could see Nylander going to like the I'll, Rangers. They were they were saying Rangers. They're, they're still saying Carolina. They're saying they, Carolina they, has the D yeah. to give it to to give them. They, they can give <laughs> yeah that Carolina D. But they could, uh, yeah, they could totally. Uh, I just don't know if they or have the, the top nine forward. Mm-hmm. The Kings, the Kings are just too old. Alex it's, it's Martinez, not... yeah, or Muzzin. That's a top four D. <clears throat> but a top nine forward. I mean, yeah, they did just get Haglin, so they could end up giving somebody Nylander out there. But then you got to look at the team that is getting him. Do they have the money to give him his fucking eight million dollars? No, no. <laughs> And if you ask me if we had to risk, again, losing Hall because we just gave this fucking jabroni $8 million because we traded for him. No, thanks. Yeah, no. If, yeah. No, you, Hall, Hall is your... The moment that clock turns that activates the, hey, you can negotiate, you slap Taylor Hall in the face with a contract and yep. you say, fucking it's sign what, it, please. July, I think it's July 1st this yes. summer. The, the moment that clock hits midnight, boom. Toronto has the cards here. Oh, of course. If Nylander can't play, hey. So, how like in the NFL with Le'Veon Bell, the running back, who decided to not sign his franchise tag, and he had to wait until like Tuesday this week to sign or else he forfeits his $14 million this Which year. Which he did. Um, but he still gets service, service time. So he's like a unrestricted free agent come this offseason. Is hockey the same way, or does he simply just lose a year? Well, he's a restricted free agent. So, at this moment, in theory, a team could give him, could try to sign him to a contract, right? an offer sheet, um, but no team wants to do that because you're going to give up like four first-round draft picks. So, so no if, team is going to commit that suicide unless you're doing it for like Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid or something where, where it's worth it. Where it's worth it. But so if Nylander does not sign and he's now if he ineligible not, for the rest of the year, does he lose that year service time too? It, or is, and does he come back next year as as still a restricted free yeah, agent to Toronto? Still, yep. 
So that, so this it would be a waste of a year, essentially. Yeah. I mean, he can go sign in, like, Europe. But with regards to the NHL only kind of thing. Yeah, he would. It wouldn't be like he becomes a restrict, an unrestricted where he could sign anywhere. It's just rinse and repeat next season. Yep. There you go. I think that the what's it called had this problem. Dallas with uh, Valerie Nakushkin, where he didn't want to sign with them and he went and played in Russia. And they're like, Ed, fine, we still own your rights. You can't go anywhere. Right. And essentially, it's like if you decide to go play in, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me. If he decided to go play, Nylander decided to go play in Russia and not come back, it's essentially like his contract is on pause. Like, you're still a restricted free agent. So, it's and, like, yeah, like anybody's uh, going signing in the KHL. Like, unless he turns, like, 35 or whatever. Like, then. The, the Kobe clause. Yeah, the I always Kobe want to call clause. it the Kobe clause. <laughs> um, Tom Wilson's suspension. We'll get to the other coaching thing at the end of it. Uh, Tom Wilson's suspension get, got reduced from 20 games to 14, which, boom, automatically allowed him to play games this week. Last night, he got a goal and he got into a fight because he ran the goalie. Go figure. Tom Wilson doing Tom Wilson things. He should be a wrestler. A lot of people were saying that's great that Tom Wilson got reinstated, but by the end of the year or even by the new year, he's probably going to get nailed again for something stupid, and then it'll be That should be the bet. It is now November 14th. 14th. Does he make it? And I'll give him a grace window. Jan 1? No, I'm going to say February 1st. Okay. Does he make it to February 1st? Without another suspension. Without another suspension. What do you say? I'm going to say yes with a caveat. That he does make it? Yes, he does make it to Feb 1. But Feb 2 is when he gets fucked up. When, <laughs> no. when he gets fucked up. Like it's, so, he'll, so yes he'll no. make So you say yes, I'll say no, and we will bet one doll hair. <laughs> I really do think it's going to be like everybody's going to be like, oh, great. It's, it's almost like when that person that goes into some type of rehab that's continually gone to rehab. They're like, oh, 30, 60 days. Oh, I'm, I'm free. I'm free. I'm, I'm great. I'm, and you know they're going to fall back on it. Yeah. Tom Wilson's going to reach that point, and he's just going to get suspended again. That, that's I just, think if he gets suspended again this he's year, done. he's done for the year. I think No, he should be done permanently. No, I no, you're not going to do that. <clears throat> Players Association probably depends. Do that. Depends on what his suspension is. That, but the real question, and I heard them talking about this on 31 Thoughts, is about Slava Voinov. The guy that's in Russia. Yeah, the one who had um, domestic, uh, domestic violence, violence thing. things on it. And yeah. he is applying for to be reinstated. So just if he applies and they agree, like the NHL says, okay, you can come back, they can still hand out a suspension. When he how comes long, back. Yeah, how long is that suspension? Hypothetically, if, he do, if they do allow him back in, who else? Who else in the NHL has had a domestic violence thing? Uh, dude on Nashville. What's his name? And how long was he suspended for? It got reduced, too. He was suspended for, like, 25 games. And I think it got reduced to, like, 20 or something or 18. So that's what he gets? No. See, he, I don't think that. I, I, I'm, I'm, believe me, I, I agree with you on that. I, <laughs> well, here's the thing. What team signs him? What? Yeah, what team's going to want to put what, that on their... On their, like... And there will be some team. Some team will sit there and go, hey, look, you know, the Flyers, he'd fit in perfectly there, all those fucking wife beaters. Him and Gritty. Yeah. Um, did you see that Gritty got 70,000 votes in, yes. the, the, in the recent election? Yeah, the to, be, to be, to be, <laughs> way to go, Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, it wasn't PA. 
Jersey, man. Oh, great. Never mind. Sorry. We suck. <laughs> Somewhere in South Jersey, they, they try to get him in on, on the ballot. Right oh, in. probably and... like Voorhees down there. Probably. But some team will give Voinoff a chance. But here's the thing. Like, I think the NHL suspends him for a year. So, like, you can come back. But guess what? Yeah. Guess what? You're sitting out for the year. Yeah. And then w- w- what team's going to sign him? Like, all right, I guess we'll talk to you after you you sign. I'm not saying. I mean, I, like, strictly as a hockey player, I'd like him on the Devils. A right-handed defenseman, puck mover. But the PR nightmare. Of course, no. And, oh, and, my and, God. and I'm sure I can just picture Ray Shiro with just somebody from his staff walks into the room and says, uh, hey, Ray, um, what what are your thoughts just so we can put something together on, on, on what was the guy's name? Slava Voinov. Ray goes, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. That's it. Now, see, what I would say <clears throat> is, look, this league has shown that there's been rehabilitation throughout the years. Bob Probert had a Coke problem, wasn't allowed in Canada. They gave him a chance. One of the most beloved hockey players, Danny Heatley, killed somebody in a fucking car crash <laughs> and then went on to score 50 goals. He re, you know, rehabbed himself. We have to give this person an opportunity if it's if it's worth the immediate backlash, and nobody nobody should sign him for more than a year. Prove it, a deal, a, yeah, a absolute prove, prove, prove a deal. You with... still have it, and if you do, we'll go from there. And if it's a fucking PR nightmare, well, hey, you know what? We're just gonna let him quietly walk away. So, uh, small trade alert we talked about earlier: Penguins traded Carl Hagelin to the Kings for Tanner Glass. I mean Tanner Pearson, <laughs> Tanner, Tanner Glass. <laughs> There is a Tanner Glass, though. It's George Glass, if you were going for... But he played for the Rangers last year, and every time he came in the game, he said, it's it's Tanner Glass. I think it's a good trade for both teams. I think... It it starts to shake up with the Penguins. And and L.A. needed to get quicker, and you're not getting much quicker than Paul Hagelin. I mean, he can't hit the broad side of a fucking barn with his shot, but... And Tanner Pearson, if he gets a chance to play with Malkin or Crosby, his stock, his stock just went up. There you go. It was a one-for-one, one, as uh, as Bob, uh, <laughs> as the Bob said it, and then I replied to his tweet, Sir, there is only one one-for-one. One-for-one. <laughs> one. <laughs> this is a, fall, a far, far cry from the, the original one-for-one. One. I still love you, Adam Larson. Yeah, jersey's I, hanging in my closet fuck me. you know what three weeks after Dude, you got, if, three if, weeks before you got traded <laughs> fucking chicharelli man if you're if you're smoking that ganja or whatever and ray calls you i'd send him back here man i'll take him i, I, I take don't adam care. larson I, back. I would, not, not for taylor hall i think maybe like you know <clears throat> ben lovejoy or whatever yeah i don't think they're we're getting ben lovejoy if he smokes enough ganja maybe um the funniest thing is hearing Bryce Salvador going, the Reverend scored, or whatever. He had an assist. See, yesterday, yesterday he had like six shots in the first period. Fucking Reverend Lovejoy. He's smart. Hey, look, six shots is great for him. You know why? Because that means the puck is no longer on his stick. <laughs> if he's taking that many shots, that means yeah. the puck is no longer on his stick. And the Kings fired John Stevens. And yeah, a couple of assistants, and then signed Willie Desjardins. And unfortunately, they won their first game after uh, um, after they signed them. But oh, and the other thing that we have on this thing too, I, if you want to talk about the Kings, oh, 
Yeah, well, the Kings firing, it, I mean, it sucks for John Stevens from everything I heard, but again, listening to other podcasts, they went from Daryl Sutter, who is like a hard-ass, not a player's coach. Yeah, to a player's coach. <laughs> to John Stevens, who is the same kind of way. Hopefully, we, Willie Desjardins gets gets a gets the opportunity to right the ship. I mean, he was an NHL coach. He coached in Vancouver and stuff. He was, but then again, Vancouver was a shit show. He would, he had he had the uh, brothers Sagan. I mean, um, Sedin. Sedin, and uh, that's that all about he it. Had. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so if you give him some talent like LA has, then we'll see. Uh, we'll end the news segment with. Boy. Oh, you missed one. What? The no. Ottawa shit show. Yeah, that's what we're oh, ending with. <laughs> the Ottawa shit show continues, folks. Players were recorded in the back of a Uber or Lyft, whatever it was. It was Uber. Uh, a Lyft isn't allowed in Canada or some shit like that. Right? No, but get back ahead. Continue with okay. the story because I know why it's Uber. Oh, boy. <sighs> recorded by an Uber driver essentially shit-talking their own team and head coach. Start fucking playing Fortnite. <laughs> Do something else. Oh, you can't you can't blame the players on this. No, no way. No. Look, every person shit talks their yeah. Shit talks their boss. I don't. Every, I'm sorry, you don't. I don't have a boss, so every but every person shit talks the person that's in charge of them. Yes. Everybody does it. Every and if you sit there and you're at home and they're like, I don't. You're full of shit. You're full of the shit. You're full of shit. Okay. <laughs> they didn't really. I mean, it could. It could have been far, far worse. It's definitely cringeworthy. Yeah. Like, I you, didn't listen to the audio. I just. I. I cringed enough knowing that players. Uh, anyway, go ahead. But it's. It's definitely. You know. First of all, it's a real shit thing to do. From yeah. the Uber driver. I mean, what did he think he was on fucking taxicab confessions here and <laughs> and putting it? But it's it it's a real shit thing to do. But as far as those players go, like everybody, like I remember talking in college on the bus where the coach was maybe ten feet away from 40 me, forty feet away, thirty feet away from me, and just fu- and not like, hey man, did you see what coach did? He was a fucking asshole! Like like just blatantly going like, what the fuck are we doing? Do you know how many times like? We got lost, and if my college friends are listening, they're gonna they're gonna be laughing. Like we got lost driving to rinks, right? That we were playing. Like there were games that we walked in, and the other team is sitting on the bench, like looking at their watch. Like you know, warm up started like ten minutes ago, and like it's embarrassing. Like I remember like driving to to Providence, and we were lost, and me ju- I just screamed from the back, like "Where the fuck are we, coach?" <clears throat> probably why he hated me but like i'm sure so so essentially going back to the conversation we had before about the captain thing right oh i, I was a you, captain. Y- yeah so <laughs> so if we put two and two together the reason why you didn't get that one kid a, the captaincy was because oh, he was you <laughs> absolutely absolutely everyone you, said the, the guy i coached with he goes you know why you don't like so and so so much and i was like because he's you because he he's you he goes, this is god getting you back for being such a dick to coaches when you were younger <laughs> But, but anyway, but those they, they did nothing wrong. And, and the best solution to this for Ottawa was to go out and kick the shit out of the devils. 
Yeah. That, and that, that, that shut them up. And, and it shut them up. It shut them up. And on top of that, the owner, Eugene Melnick, banned the reporters from the Ottawa Citizen on the team flight from now on. Like, they're not allowed on the team flight. They're Because they broke the story? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Fake news. Ottawa <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Who impression? What impression was that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, come on. We got to get on to oh, today's yeah, yeah. hot topic. The hot topic. Advertising on NHL jerseys and rink ice. That you, you have seen more advertising on the ice. Yeah. They uh, started adding it to the corners. Yep. How soon before it's like the face-off circles like they have in Europe, where it's like it's going to be like the Mercedes logo on the face-off circle. They kind of already do. Um, oh, no, not on the face-off circle, but like in, in, in the, the circle. In like the circle? In the circle itself. Um, it, you really can because then you're kind of defacing the um, logo of the home team. Well, maybe Would not you? the center ice, but what about the, the offensive zone circles? <clears throat> maybe. Yeah, you put like a Chrysler thing and just have the red dot in the middle of it. Yep. That, I, I don't think we're that far away from that kind of advertising. I really don't think we're that far away from advertising on the jerseys. No, because you look at what the NBA did. If, if you picture a, a basketball jersey, right, the sleeveless like T-shirt kind of thing, right? They ha- I think they have um, – on on the shoulder blades and somewhere around the waist, I think they have advertising. So it doesn't uh, cover up the the team logo or the or the player number and stuff like that. I don't mind that. I look at the the European leagues how it basically it, you don't or like how um, uh, MLS does it, like the, like the Red Bulls or like the Red Bulls, but then you can't really tell they're the Red Bulls because like the whole front of the jerseys have all the like advertising and shit on it. I think it could be fine if it's tastefully done. Yeah, it needs to be strategically placed on a jersey enough so what you're not taking away from, you know. Right, like don't put it where the C would be on right. a jersey. You don't put it on the shoulder things. You kind of just, you put it you put it in the places that it's. I would it, put it on the shoulders. I think the shoulders would be okay. Like isn't that put where they typically the put neck, patches? Yeah, if a team has patches, but if a team doesn't have pat, like the Devils don't have patches. That's true. So if you were to put, you know, like the Z, I remember Zebra Pen was like a big Devils logo. Mm-hmm. Like, just put the small little logo on the shoulder. So now when you sh- you're you're looking at the players on the bench, you on get a, a camera view, yeah. you get a shot of it. Is but don't make it like ridiculous. Like, oh no! Like, if, if it looks obnoxious and it takes away from the team logo and and all that kind of stuff, I, I'd say no. Look look at NASCAR, right? How they have logos all over and all that kind of stuff. They're small. There's big. But it doesn't take away from the 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 brand or the Chevy, Ford, whatever. It, like you said, tastefully done. I'd, I'd go with it. It's fine because it's going to bring in more revenue. I right, don't like care about even that. something small. Like, like I'm looking at your Johnny Walker bottle. Okay, like if you just had the logo of the guy oh, and yeah. then JW underneath, like right on the shoulder, or yeah, I'd be okay with that. I mean, I personally wouldn't get a jersey with logos on with it. logos no. on it. Yeah, but. No, I wouldn't mind it. And and as long, like I said, as long as it's tastefully done and it's strategically placed so that it doesn't take away from the game itself. Because like how the Devils do at the end of the season where fans can go and paint whatever the hell they want on the ice yeah, and take stupid. a big picture on it. I don't want that to be the advertising on the ice or advertising on the jerseys like no. that. Do it, do it like a handful or, or you know enough to, to show that, oh, look, there's advertising, but don't take away from the, the team. Your, your secondary topic here is uh, thank you. <laughs> Players having their own goal songs, like baseball players have their own walk-up music. 
Why not? As I shrug my shoulders. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Because then people, well, like Devils fans, they bitch about the goal song. And, and a, a team goal song they'll bitch about. Mm-hmm. They will bitch about a player's personally picked goal song. Right. But wouldn't that eliminate the whole you suck thing? If no, every we, player who had we their own... we are listen everything they, that the Devils have tried to force down the fans' throat with regards to goal songs. Roman Reigns, <laughs> they're trying to force. They Roman Reigns us. Yes, we have we the collective we have found a way to enter in the you suck into into any goal song. It doesn't matter. I th- I think <clears throat> personally it'd be awesome because then you're getting to see the personality. Of these players by what they're picking out. Do it, do it in an All Star game. See how it play, how it plays out. That's because it. that's you're still doing it as a as an exhibition kind of game. It's fun. It's not serious. Oh, do great. it. Can't well, wait to see what PK Subban's song is going to be. Riders on the storm. <laughs> um, but I think it would be cool. Like if Miles Wood scores, and I'm gonna make me lose my mind up in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, all the seats that have the leather backing poof, empty. <sighs> I don't know. Try to try to an exhibition game, and 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 then we'll see. Um, another topic, which which was interesting. It took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do with this one. Top five pieces of memorabilia you would own from an NHL standpoint if money hadn't was no option. Interesting. Yeah, you really went different. <laughs> I this did. is the first time I'm seeing <laughs> I it. I did. <laughs> yeah, I really went. No, I went okay. There's, you have one legitimate one. No, one. I don't. Two. 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 Two out of five. Three. Eight, three out of three out of five ain't bad. But the two that are in there are fucking top notch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with you first. <laughs> My number five was a, a game used Gretzky autograph jersey. Which I know you could probably buy online, but uh, I think it'd be cool to have. It's it's and it would. I would want it to be a St. Louis Blues. No, I would want it to be <laughs> the legend, the, the St. Louis Blues legend. The, either the L.A. Kings when he first got there, or the the definite Edmonton or a Team Canada. <laughs> The Canada Cup jersey. Again, we're talking if money was no option. And this is the legit jersey that yeah. he just took yeah. off after not sweating like, in it for 60 yeah, minutes. Not yeah. like a... Yeah, not one you can get off the racket models. Plug. Um, my number five, um, which is legit, right? You say legit. Sort of. Should <laughs> be sort of. What, are you going to destroy the Stanley Cup just so you could have the top bowl? No, just one of the bowl, the rings of the Stanley Cup. Oh, one of the rings. The ring or a bowl. Okay, well, I, you said the bowl. I know. I thought you meant, like, the, the bowl that they drink out of. Fine. Either the bowl or one of, one of, the, of the rings. One of the rings would be a good one. One of the rings, yeah. If you go to the Hockey Hall of Fame, they have them. <clears throat> so yeah. I'm not breaking into glass to take one of them. <laughs> no, and they wouldn't be of any teams that you would know. Because I think it's once you win the Stanley Cup and your name is on it, your name is on it for like 30 or 40 years before they take that take ring off. Take the ring off and put a new one. That, that's So, you know what? Let me modify that. One of, one of the first rings or bowls that were on that thing that have those teams, that would be a little bit better than just A. That would be a little bit more expensive, but whatever. Number four you have, 
Do you know what helmet I'm talking about? No, I don't. The Brian Hayward San Jose Sharks helmet. Where when he first came to the team, <clears throat> he had a helmet designed that was awesome. It was the shark mouth, mouth. open where it looked like the teeth, like he. Like, so the cage was the, the open cage mouth. was in the eye, uh, like it looked like he was swallowed. It was it was. You can Google wow. it. We'll put it up on our on our site or on our Twitter page. But that Brian Hayward, I had that mask as a poster on my wall in nice. my bedroom till I came back from college. Shows you how much time I. My childhood bedroom, Your not child- like my col- oh, okay. college room. All right. My college room, I had a life-size poster of The Rock. Because <laughs> <laughs> that gets wait, so much better. Wait, is that gay? <laughs> yes. No. What? It got ripped apart by my roommate who oh, hated of wrestling. Of course. <laughs> Go ahead. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even know where you would if, buy this, considering if, eBay doesn't allow living things. If If money was no option, the piece of memorabilia I would have... Would be locks of or Brett Burns's beard or Yarma Yager's locks. Not Joe Thornton's because you could have bought Joe Thornton's beard this summer. No, no. And why is that? <laughs> like Yager's hair, I could see. <laughs> Look, if you say, what's the first thing you think about when you think Brett Burns? His beard. A gnarly beard. What's the first thing you think about for Yarma Yager? His mullet. Yeah. So you're telling me if I walked into this basement and you had a framed. <laughs> little patch of hair that could be his pubic hair for all we know either no, one of them no, no no you walk in and you see like i would i would put it i would put it in a matted little frame thing if it was his beard it'd be like you know on a, on a bottom of a face kind of thing so it would look like oh there's a face above it or if it's a locks of hair it'd be like the profile view Right with the with the, <laughs> so it would look no. Essentially, it would look like that magnet game when you're a kid, where you could put like the hair and the beard on them on a wall. Yeah, pretty much. What's your number three? Gordy Howe sign stick, like one that he used, not just like a random mm-hmm. PR kind of like. Oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he he signed a hundred of them before the season started to give out his. Yeah, well, he didn't sign shit anymore. <clears throat> well. <clears throat> Oh, another ridiculous one. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Look, this just shows you that there's not that much. If I put a whole list of stuff from memorabilia, they, they would lose its. This is coming from the guy who has like all the bobbleheads, like everything is like important. And then like and, and then we the, come the to one chance on that. that you can come and make get something. Because you took. Look. Who who doesn't want a, anything signed by Gretzky or worn by Gretzky? Who doesn't want anything by Gordy Howe or the other things that you've put I, up? I there? left plenty of ones. You could have took Mario or Lindros or. I tried to be different, and I was different because I say, <clears throat> the the like the, your last two were good. Yes, I know. I had to make it that way because I felt that. The moment that the, the Devils rehired Jacques Lemaire after they fired McLean. After a horrible three months, Lemaire came in and said that we were lazy, we weren't a hockey player, whatever. So he needed to rebuild and, and, and get this team fit. Jacques Lemaire likes to chew gum. I want that piece of gum that he was <laughs> vigorously pissed off chewing during that. During that, I want, I want the thing that made his head so shiny. Just for the you. The buffer. The buffer. Michael. Number two. The Bobby Orr game winning. Olympic, not Olympic, uh, Stanley Cup stick. The uh, the one that oh the one where he's flying through the flying air. through the air. I want that stick or something from that, like a glove mm-hmm. or 
from that moment. That moment. Because that is, that might be the most iconic moment in the NHL. It's probably a number, let's say, let's say in hockey, right? Because it's probably, it, it is literally a number two to what you put as number one. Yeah. You know, that's, if you think about hockey, what's the number one thing that you think about? What's the number two thing you think about? Number well, two would be a Bobby Canada Orr. versus America, yeah. Well, yeah. Number two, I said, I want a seat. It doesn't matter where from Joe Louis Arena. That's a good one. Montreal, too. The Montreal Forum would be good. I would like, you've never been to the Hall of Fame, but in the Hall of Fame, they have uh, a replica of the Montreal locker room. Nice. From the Montreal Forum. Mm-hmm. If I had the room in my house that... To put that in? Oh, yeah. it would be awesome. That would be an awesome. I mean, I do have the room, but I would be living alone because my wife would leave me. Number mm-hmm. one, uh, nineteen eighty Olympic, U.S. Olympic team signed jersey. Again, something that you can buy online, but I would want the authentic, like yeah. an authentic one. <clears throat> like I have an, a USA Olympic jersey, nineteen eighty one. But I'd you don't want you it. don't want anything from the, the 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 Russians, the Soviets. That'd be cool too. There's a lot of Hall of Famers on that. Fatitsov, Kasatonov, Markov. Uh, what about the ones that um, died after losing? <laughs> no. They didn't die. They, they, they disappear. They, they disappear. They take a road less traveled to Siberia. <laughs> My number one was the first ever NHL contract that was signed. That'd be a good one. You'd have to really explain that to people hanging on the wall, though. Like this isn't well, the Constitution, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's so okay. Old. Some people in government don't know what that is. <laughs> but we're not political. On to wrestling. <clears throat> Apparently, Nia Jax decided to ruin Survivor Series and break Becky Lynch's nose with a nice fucking punch on SmackDown. <laughs> I and saw it was that was like yesterday. Yeah. Where, like, Becky Lynch, I, I saw the pictures all online where she's, like, in the crowd with just blood all over her face and her hands. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is. And she acted like um, like it was a war paint. She said it, it no, was. she it was like, war, yeah. yeah. She, but why is she out? Concussion. Okay. Possible or, like, Did, possible concussion. Can you, can you bring up the, the uh, Survivor Series card? I sort of was looking at it um, yesterday. But. Other new SmackDown has a new champion. Yeah, um, I don't know why that happened. This happened yesterday, right? Yeah, I, I saw like the build up, and then I kept on living my life. <laughs> I, I just looking at social media. Everybody was like, "If he loses, if he drops the belt, fuck him! Like, fuck this!" Like, because <laughs> everybody knew like Daniel Bryan was one either going to flip or two flip and win the title, and he turned heel and he won the title. I tur- he turned he didn't don't tell me he turned heel. He's like I was looking for a reason to punch you in the face. That's what turned him heel. Yeah, that that's what they're oh. kind of claiming is him being heel. Because if you actually look at the picture too, he looks all like he's angry. He's yeah. gonna be angry. He's, he's, gonna ang- be no, he's no, angry. No. He's gonna be the no 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 Daniel Bryan now. Yeah, they're still trying to yes. He's like, so stop. now I really don't know what the card is. So now you're <clears> telling me it's gonna be Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. Right, yes, Brock Lesnar for Raw, Daniel Bryan SmackDown, uh, Women's Champion Ronda Rousey. Really? All women's pay per view. All women's pay per view, and they're still hawking that shit. So, 
All, all right. of these matches, though, the belt doesn't change at all. They're just for the sake of having a SmackDown versus Raw thing. Um, yeah. So what is the point? There isn't. So it's Lesnar and Bryan. Women's championship is Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. But Charlotte's not a champion. I think they just put her in that spot. All right, so let's go through the first one. Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Lesnar squash. Lesnar squash. Rousey Flair. I don't, want, I don't want Charlotte Flair to win. Fuck the Rodden Rousey thing. No, I think that they're going to build. I think you're right. I think Charlotte Flair wins and it builds up to like a, a WrestleMania match. Like a three-way between Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and, <clears throat> and, and Ronda Rousey. That's the only because by then that's the only way that you get this together. Ronda Rousey wins because Becky Lynch turns on inter, interferes so that they could build the feud between Ronda I mean between Flair. Becky Lynch and Flair. Which first which has nothing to do with Ronda Rousey. No, yeah, just using it for the cash cash cow. Uh men's survivor series elimination match. <laughs> I can't even fucking read these things because it's so it's so angry coming from how how I grew up with Survivor Series. Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley from Raw take on The Miz, Shane McMahon, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, and Jeff Hardy from SmackDown. Names alone, Raw hands down, huge. Well, SmackDown has. I mean, <clears throat> Jeff Hardy's going to no. do the big spot. Samoa Joe is going to be the last guy that eliminates like three people. All you have on the team is Miz and Samoa Joe. I don't care about Rey Mysterio because all I keep, like I've mentioned before, all I keep thinking and seeing is is the Big Show throwing him in WCW through a eighteen wheeler tractor uh, hmm. tractor trailer and him just falling to the ground. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see. Like here's what matches. I don't get: like build a stipulation <clears throat> into that match. The winning team gets the main event, so their show gets the main event at WrestleMania. The winning team um, gets the last ball picked, or gets to become the for last the, for the draft for or the Royal Rumble, or the first. Like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. give it some meaning because it doesn't have any meaning. It there. doesn't. And and if you th- and if you just look about it, right, um, your traditional Survivor Series match had five people on it that really kind of got together and says, "I hate those five guys. I want to beat the hell out of them," and they made a storyline out of it. Where's the storyline between Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley? Well, That's somebody's one, got to turn on somebody. Two, three, four. Four out of five guys on Raw are heels. And Finn Balor. And Finn Balor's a face. <laughs> so who could Finn Balor? Well, no, Braun Strowman's a face. Oh, He's that's true. Face. Okay, two. All right, two out of five. <clears throat> so who is going it, to? It's basically going to lead to what feud is going to happen on that team. So it it's going to be it Braun like Strowman, Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and, no, or I Drew think, McIntyre? I think, no, I think it's going to be Strowman against Lashley that's going to turn out to it, and they're already planting a seed between Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, and Finn Balor. So that, that there's your... There's your build-up. Yeah. There's your Survivor Series elimination match for the women's portion of it. Natalia, Mickey James, Nia, Nia Jax, Tamina Snuka, and Ruby Riot from Raw versus Carmella, Naomi... Oscar, Sonya Deville, and a to be announced on SmackDown. Oh, sorry, a to be announced. <clears throat> Shocker. Yeah. Trish Stratus. Mm. You have a bunch of no names on on SmackDown. You want to throw in Trish Stratus on a on a no and name Lita? team? Lita, maybe. I always put Trish Stratus ahead of Lita. 
for like a popularity standpoint. I I get all the punk rockers want to bang but, Lita, but but Lita is still there, so it's easier. It's true. <laughs> Labeled as mid card champions, Seth Rollins, I see from Raw takes on Sinsuke Nakamura. That'll be the best match of the night, probably. And it'll probably be the first match. Yeah. No, it's going to be on the uh, the opening. No, it'll be the first match. Uh-huh. It'll be the, the the one that everyone's like, all right, yeah, yeah. And then you just let down. It's like getting a lap dance. Tag team champions, AOP from Raw, who dismantled <laughs> Seth Rollins after. Um, oh, yeah, because his, he had the titles. Yeah, because Dean Ambrose decided to leave him. and Ambrose doesn't have a match. Nakamura wins that match because Ambrose interferes. Yep. <clears throat> AOP for Raw versus The Bar on SmackDown. Who cares? <clears throat> exactly. The Tag Team Survivor Series elimination match. <sighs> Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Glorious. The Ascension. Who? <laughs> the Lucha House Party. I have no idea who that is. The B Team. Who? No, seriously, who is the Lucha House Party? Is, and this is a raw thing, so you would think, like, you know. Is, is that the guys that used to try to sell, like, the Puerto Rican landscape? Like, hey, <laughs> man. Car- Carlito and. Oh, no. This is Kalisto, Grand Metallic, and Lince Dorado. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, you were close. Uh, and the Revival. <laughs> your, your favorite team. The, no, it was a, no, the Revival was the good one. The Ascension was the one that you loved. Oh, I love the Ascension. <laughs> Versus the Usos, New Day, the Good Brothers, Sanity, which was the group that was headed by Eric Young, and the Colognes. Who the hell are the Colognes? Um, what do you call it? Oh, that's my, that's your, that's my your, Puerto Rican that's your, Yeah, your... <laughs> Shit. A primo and whatever, uh, whatever it was, epico. And then there's one final one: cruiserweight match. Buddy Murphy oh, versus the opening Mus- match versus Mustafa Ali. The Sunday Night Heat match <laughs> <laughs> on the, on MTV. Remember when you got the latest edition of WWE, whatever it was, and you had to start on fucking Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, well, now you start on NXT. But NXT is so much better. Sunday Night Heat, man. That was the greatest time where you would see uh, D'Lo Brown wrestling draws. (laughs) Whoops. Draws. (laughs) You had a gimmick idea. Oh, my gimmick idea is awesome. Okay. Do you you not agree that this is a good one? I see this as being a somewhat knockoff of... um, No, Mick. Bump McFoley down a notch because Simon Dean, yes. My my gimmick is advertisement guy. So the WWE has a thousand commercials throughout their show, and this match is brought to you by. Da, 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 da. So you have a guy who comes down to the ring with like gimmicks, like the the advertisements on his body, and he's the advertisement guy where. Every promo that he gives and he's constantly plugging things like in the middle of his match, he goes and like grabs like a Wendy's cup and it's like and he smiles to the camera, you know, like, yeah, I get it. He's a joke. So what you really want to do, who's the guy that that tripped? Oh, yeah. This is, this is a perfect thing for him. No, it is he he's going to be in the new nation of domination. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Okay. And you, he constant, and he's got like a catchphrase, like I'd buy that, you know, where everybody <laughs> knows. I'd buy that. And he wears advertisements and he like, he constantly, when he's giving a promo, he'll be like talking to whoever does the promo now. I don't even know. Sure. And like in the middle of his promo and he's like, you know, it's really hard. And he turns to the camera and goes, you know what else is hard? Constipation. And that's why it's important that we use that. And like just the reaction that he would get and then just turn right back into promo mode. Like, yeah, so it's going to be a, a rough match. I can see how that gimmick ends. Christian Jericho comes back with his list and just, just, or like HBK just shows up and fucking super kicks him. Either way. Like, but, that, like, but look, the WWE has been full of stupid gimmicks yeah. that got over and then they just disappear. Like, look at Eugene. It was such a stupid gimmick. It got over. Yep. And then the guy made millions of dollars and left. Drunk. It's <laughs> a good idea. I'll go with it. It's going to be the I'd... gimmick. I'm going to go home and make my wrestler now. <laughs> Wrestling memorabilia. Same concept for the hockey part of it. If money was not a, um, a determining factor, what type of wrestling memorabilia would you like? I, my number five is Bobby Heenan's jacket. Yeah, I, that's yeah. Anything Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon. The black jacket with the BH. Uh, the the like, it, the, the would, starter satin jacket. Would it fit you? Probably. Probably. He was a he little was, guy. Yeah, but he was a fat guy too. So so I have some room in there. There you go. Not a lot if I keep eating Wendy's. And Wendy's is definitely satisfying my craving for food. See? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we'll be uh, auditioning for the other half of the Ice Sticks and Super Kicks <laughs> podcast as Dave goes off into whatever he's going gimmick to do. Land. Yeah, gimmick land. <clears throat> and leaves our podcast behind. I want one of those little mini WrestleMania rings that took Andre the Giant to the ring. Oh, one of the mobile. I thought you meant like a toy one. I was like, I know no. a guy who's got a shitload of this stuff in his attic. No, and I know Ringside Collectibles has it too. <clears throat> they, do, yeah, I can play that game too. They have too. one of the mobile ones? No. Oh, one of the toy the, ones. Yeah, the toy ones. I used to. I fucking had a toy one when I had this stupid. Everybody did. Yeah. Did Did you see? Do you know that they're going? They're going retro with wrestling figures now, where they're going like today. Like they'll put a Dolph Ziggler or a Kane or whatever in the forms of like the Brutus the Barber beefcake and Bushwhackers things that were there in the eighties, like the big rubber ones. No, the the that's the, the ones I remember. The big oh. rubber. No, like, like the the twelve inch rubber ones. <laughs> 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 and walked right into that one. Yeah. Speaking of twelve inch rubber ones. <laughs> Jim's Latex Store. <laughs> Are you lonely? Do you need something to keep you warm at night? Outside of the High Sticks and Super Kings <laughs> podcast? Try Jim's Latex Store. Enter the code HSSKPOD <laughs> for 5%. <laughs> and I think Tracy just spit out her water. <clears throat> if she's still listening because we're talking wrestling. No. We gotta make her listen. Number four, Hulk Hogan's boots. The really? yellow boots. Yeah. Really. I was thinking I wanted like the ripped T-shirt that he did, or like one of those like ones that like he started to rip and he didn't have enough strength, or that it was too tough of a fabric and it didn't <laughs> rip all the way, so he just tore it off and threw it all away. No, I think the boots would be a good like, like put, to have. Put it on a wall. Yeah. yeah. All right. I went with either Rick Rude 
and or Ric Flair's robes. I wanted to go Rick Rude's tights. Yeah, that's what I would have. When you said Rick Rude, I thought of his tights. But I thought that was a little bit too... Homosexual? Yeah. So I went with his robe because... We're talking about wrestling, by the way. Well... Grown like, men rolling around look, with other if, men. If, if, I, if I was going to give you an example of Rick Rude's tights, some big woman on the front of his crotch with her yeah. mouth open, that's what it what happened. Oh, and great. he did, yeah, wrestling in the 80s, where all you cared about was this big muscular guy or whatever, and you didn't take a look at his pants that had sexual innuendo on it. Or no. we were just too young to understand what the <laughs> fuck it was. Not Number three. The Undertaker's hat. Like the one he put down in the ring with his gloves? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of... For wrestling, I don't think you can... Well, there is other ones, but I think like if you had a normal wrestling fan and you saw that hat, that hat. you would be like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I put Bret Hart sunglasses. Like, like literally, like the ones he took off and he gave to a little kid with the sweat on and everything. I know they're gay sunglasses. There's nothing special about them, but when you watched him on any time... In the 80s. And you saw him take it off and give oh, it to you a little to kid. you wanted to be that kid. Uh, you wanted to be that kid. I want those sunglasses. I still get that feeling like when I see like at a devil game, like a kid that like gets a stick. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I, I could have. I Look at all those videos that go online when like, you know, fans are given, you know, you know, I came, you know, 7,000 miles walking in six feet of snow to, to see you play. Ways. Yeah. So give me a stick. And the guy gives him a stick. Yeah. Number two. Uh, Austin's vest. With, with or without beer stains? I don't so, care. Okay. The SOB. Yeah. With the, the skull. skull and cross. Yeah. The bike. The the biker vest with the with the. Yeah, it's stone cold. Uh, put on. The Road Warriors shoulder pads. I got a couple of hockey shoulder pads at home. You just need to put the <laughs> put spikes, spikes on them. <laughs> you mean with the beer, or is that did they just wear that when they weren't drinking? Oh. Uh, Which one was the big alcoholic? Uh, probably the one that's dead. The yeah. tall one. Animal. Hulk. No, animals. Uh, Lauren Titus. Yeah, so hawk. It's a hawk. Um, number one. Okay. Ric Flair's robe. Yeah. Any one of his. Any robes. anyone. Yeah. Go NWA. Go WCW. I would walk go. around the house with that <clears throat> thing all the time if I had a Ric Flair robe. Would you woo too? Absolutely. How could you not? <laughs> would you woo at a Devil's Game with that on? I would wear that robe, woo, and strut naked in that robe, I'm just like, woo. <laughs> Since you went Ric Flair, I went Ric Flair. That NWA heavyweight belt that he carried around. That is is the, that's like the WWF WWF heavyweight belt was okay. When, you know the, the the round one that Hogan wore yep. for the most part. Okay, that was all right. I really like the Intercontinental belt. Just the white, the white one. yeah, the, the old white one. The way it looks is pretty cool. Seeing that. NWA, WCW heavyweight belt. The big one that like Goldberg and all of them had. The big Right. And the only thing they changed was the little nameplate that had, that had their name on it for the champion. Yep. And the WWE did that for a while, too, where they just yeah, had when, the nameplate on it. When they brought Ric Flair in, they, they used that belt, too. But then they went to the Other stupid stuff. spinner belt, and now <clears throat> the side... Uh, metal patches have... Yeah. Who, who the champ is or whatever and, their, like, their gimmick logo. thing is, yeah. Do you have any memorabilia that if your house was on fire right now, obviously you're going to take your family, but I mean, like, if your house was on fire and you could run into your house and get a piece of memorabilia, what would it be? Um, wrestling or hockey? Or anything. Anything at all. Um, 
Yeah, when um, I don't remember when it was specifically. I, whatever, when either Brodor retired or retired or we retired his number, where everyone wore a Brodor jersey, and then they auctioned it off. I don't remember when that was, but I won the the bid for the Kincaid one. Kincaid's name on the nameplate and a thirty on the back of it, and Kincaid and Brodor signed it. That's a good one. That was the at that time. That was the only one I ever wanted because I said that makes so much sense considering Kincaid and Brodor. Kincaid looked up to Brodor, Brodor. and yep. everything else. So that was like the per. I I was going to outbid anybody no matter what it costed. And we're not going to ask how much you. <clears throat> Two. Two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, two hundred. Sure. Uh, you. Um, if my house. Oh, I I already know what it is. I have. You have PlayStation 3? No, oh. 4. Um, <laughs> I have Paul McCartney's autograph in a frame. Nice. When I met, I literally ran into him in London. Walking across the street? W- walking past Royal Albert Hall. Him, I, ran, I met him, Tony Bennett, Jimmy Page. Oh, wow. And Roger Dalton. Holy shit. And that, if my house went on fire... <laughs> I'd make sure my wife and my kid are out of the house and I'd run right back in and take that off the fucking wall. So then that all that leads to our last discussion topic. <laughs> so what we, the fuck is wrong with Dave? What the fuck is wrong with me? So this was something that was literally supposed to be talked about in show one. <laughs> show one. But we ended up talking for three hours in show one and then we just kind of pushed it off. So and now we're on show 18, finally talking about it. Yeah, we're finally talking about how... <laughs> Here we go, folks. I like One Direction. <laughs> Which direction do you like? North, one, south, There's only east, one direction. Anytime somebody says, are we going in the right direction? I always say, there's only one direction. <laughs> now you may ask, hey, Dave, why do you like One Direction? And I have to say, have you ever listened to them? No. They are catchy as shit catchy as shit now don't get me wrong like i wasn't like a when i was younger new kids or backstreet boys i did like in sync a little bit i thought their songs were catchy come on uh oh okay. yeah oreo but what's in the oh. middle yeah the white stuff <laughs> but one direction is catchy as shit it is super catchy um we talked about the wind song on our twitter page when you were bringing up the I don't care. So. <laughs> yes. The first wind song that when I coached the team was One Direction. You don't know you're beautiful. And I remember sitting in the locker room and I'm like, all right, we won. We're going to put it on the wind song. And we'd never done this before. So I put it on and dun, 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 and every kid at first was like, I know this song, right? And they started like bobbing their heads to it. By the time we got to like 10 wins, they were like, put the song, put the song, put the song. And people were dancing, singing along with it. It's. Look, they're catchy, catchy songs, and I, I'm I'm not, I'm man enough to admit it. I'm man enough to admit that my wedding song was a One Direction song, chosen by me. <laughs> you can send. Um... You could send. You can come at me all you want. <laughs> come at me. Bro. Come at me, bro. You want to catch these hands? <laughs> They're coming in one direction, your face. I dare you. I dare you 
to go on Spotify, Pandora, whatever. And if you've never listened to One Direction, put a song on. I dare you not to tap your foot. Not to tap your foot to one of those songs. And since we're talking about movie, go see Bohemian Rhapsody. It's awesome. The guy in it is awesome. It's not really historically correct, but it's awesome. I do have to say that perhaps this show started off a little slow, a lot of hockey in there. Um, In the end, WrestleMania tickets go on sale Friday. We got a... uh, You buying? I haven't decided yet. I went to the last one there and froze my ass off. (laughs) We hit it out of the park. And but Vince, the- if you want to just give me give us tickets for being a wrestling podcast, I just gave you a gimmick idea. Yeah, you did. I hope he doesn't steal it from you. <laughs> That's gimmick infringement. So just like what happens when the Devils win at home, we play glory days because we won this podcast. <laughs> we, we- well, the Devils only win at home, so... High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast, hsskpod.com. Perfect blend of hockey and professional wrestling talk from your pals, Bobby and David. Bobby. Bobby. David. Bobby, hit the ball, Bobby. Name that movie. No idea. The fan. Come on. <clears throat> There's a fan on the ceiling. <laughs> hsskpod.com. Pick your podcast uh, aggregate of choice. Subscribe, unsubscribe. What's your bit? See ya. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's gimmick infringement. Yes, it is. In show. By the way, Ron and Fez, they had a Thanksgiving show recently, and guess who showed up? Fez? Marie Watley. Marie Watley? Hey. 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 <laughs> Was Paulo there? I don't know. I wasn't there. All right, folks. Uh, That's it for 18, bro. Toodles.